I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 16th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I talk about how to find a mentor to help you with your mobile home investing business. You can find it along with the show notes at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 15. And that is the number 15. Okay, so let's get started. So last week, I talked about how to find a mentor, and the steps you can take to look for a mentor as a mobile home investor. Again, when it comes to finding a mentor, you want to work with someone who specializes in doing what you want to do and whose personality works with yours and vice versa. Otherwise, it's not going to be a pleasant experience for you or your mentor. But today, I want to talk about a topic that's not easy to do. Sure, it sounds easy in theory, but when you put it into practice, it doesn't always work out. And that is how to find and hire contractors as a mobile home investor. When you're just getting started, where can you find contractors to help you with your mobile home investing business? How do you know who to hire? And what qualifications should you look for when looking for a contractor to help you with your mobile home fix-ups. So today, I'm gonna talk to you about how you can hire contractors to work with as a beginning investor, where to find them, what qualifications and skill sets should they have, and how I found my own contractors to work with as a mobile home investor. But before we move on, 
Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Are you interested in mobile home investing? If yes, I've got a free mobile home investing course for you. It's called What You Need to Know to Get Started in Mobile Home Investing. It details all the ins and outs of what you need to know before you get started as a mobile home investor. With so much information out there, it's overwhelming to go out and search for what you're looking for. So I put my knowledge and expertise in mobile home investing to work. And it's all in this free training course. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Grab your seat and get started today. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Before you start going out to find and hire contractors for your mobile home investing business, you need to have a plan and know what type of person you're looking for. In episode 11 of this podcast, I talk about the importance of building your team. One category of team members that should be on your team are mobile home contractors. Don't underestimate this factor. Now, I know there are some of you out there who plan on doing the fix-up work yourself when it comes to buying mobile homes you bring into your inventory. And that's okay. That's not a problem. Especially if you're handy and can fix things. Or even like fixing things for that matter. But let's be honest. You're not going to be able to do all of the fix-up work yourself. When it comes to buying mobile home properties for your business, it's just not possible to know how to do everything or even be able to do all the things required to fix up a mobile home, even with the internet and how-to articles and videos. There are some items that are highly specialized and need someone skilled to do them or even dangerous to do yourself, which is why many times these specialized areas need someone with a license to do them in the first place. So it's best to get into the mindset that you'll have to hire at least some contractors to help you with your mobile home investing business. So 
why should you hire contractors in the first place? Well, one of the reasons why you should hire contractors is that you cannot do everything. There will be some items that will need a highly specialized contractor with experience and a license to do the work. Sure, you can try to learn how to do these things yourself, if you're handy, but if it's dangerous, like electrical work, or requires two people to do heavy lifting, or to get the job done, then it's probably best to hire it out and find an expert to do it. Another reason why you should get in the mindset of hiring contractors is because you simply cannot be in multiple places at the same time. Once you get the experience and start buying mobile homes and adding them to your inventory, you'll find that your time should be spent on putting deals together instead of doing the work on these mobile homes yourself. And I had a mentor who soon found this out. As his mobile home portfolio grew, so he eventually ended up bringing in contractors to help him with his deals and do the mobile home fix-ups. So when you're just getting started, where should you look for contractors to help you with your mobile home fix-ups? And what qualifications and skill sets should they have? Should you hire just anyone? And how can you tell the difference between the good contractors from the not-so-good contractors? Well, let's start with finding contractors to help you with your fix-up work. At a minimum, you should have a few contractors lined up. Just in case something happens where you can't do the work yourself. Even if you planned on doing it. And no, you can because you're handy. Things come up, like family emergencies or other appointments you need to keep, or even worse, you get injured or sick. There are times where you may not be able to do the work. So plan on bringing in contractors eventually. It's better to be prepared than not to be prepared. Now, I won't go into all of the different types of contractors to work with, 
in this podcast episode because it can get pretty extensive. But I will be sure to cover it in a future episode down the road. So stay tuned. Okay, let's get back to finding contractors to work with. How exactly do you find these contractors? And what qualities and skill sets should you be looking for? Well, to start off, you need to be working with contractors who specialize in working on mobile homes. There are a lot of contractors out there, and I mean a lot, who will take just any type of business, whether it be working on single-family homes, apartment buildings, commercial real estate, mobile homes, etc. These are the people who say they do everything. And it can be true. But are they an expert? Probably not. Because not everyone can do and know how to do everything. So I'm pretty weary of these types of people. And I'd advise to stay away from them if you do meet them as potential contractors for your mobile home projects. Because honestly, you don't want to hire people who are learning on your dime. You don't want to hire someone and find out they do subpar work or even below subpar work. Because you know what? Then you end up either doing the work yourself or going back to the drawing board and trying to find someone else who can undo the work they did and redo it again. This costs both time and money. And as professional real estate investors, we don't have time for that. So do it right in the first place. So when you're out looking for and talking to contractors, you don't want to work with someone who says they work on all property types. You don't want someone who says, well, I've done a few mobile homes here and there, or even worse, no, I haven't worked on them, but I'll figure it out. So it should be no problem. Believe me, I've been there, done that, and it's not fun. The types of people you really want to work with are those that specialize in mobile homes exclusively because they know how mobile homes work. 
they've done it so many times on so many different types of homes. They know the issues that come up or have come up in the past. They can troubleshoot problems when they come up or even foresee problems that you may have that will come up in the future. And lastly, they know where to get the supplies when it comes to fixing up your mobile home. Because this is a big one. You don't want someone taking up so much time to look for supplies because they just don't know where to get them. Especially if you leave them a deposit, which I'll talk about later. So above all, you want someone that works exclusively on mobile homes or whose business is mostly working on mobile homes for the most part. Okay, so now that you know what types of people to look for when hiring contractors for your mobile home fix-up projects, now what? Where do you find these people in the first place? Should you just do a search on the internet and see what comes up? Or is there another way of doing things? A better way of finding these people? Well, to start off, you want to start with your team. As I mentioned in episode 11, it's important to build your team when you're just getting started as a mobile home investor. So when building your team and adding team members to it, one of the things you should be asking people on your team is if they have any contractor referrals for you. Depending on the type of work you need. Now, there are a couple of team members to keep in mind that can help you with referrals and be good resources for them when you're out looking for contractors to work with. So let's talk about them. The first team member that may be able to refer you some contractors to work with are mobile home park managers. Now, these people work with contractors directly for the park, whether it be to help fix up their own homes or the park itself. Also, they may work with contractors who do business in the park to help out other residents who need their homes fixed up. 
So when you're out talking to park managers and getting to know them, you also want to bring up the subject of contractors. Tell them that you're looking for a few contractors to work with to help you with your mobile home investing business. And do they know any to keep in mind? If you've got specific areas of fix-up work you're looking to cover, such as plumbing, electrical, etc., even better, as this will help guide them in the right direction of what you're looking for. As a side note, I talk about how to talk to park managers in episode eight of this podcast, if you'd like to check it out, which I'll link up here in the show notes. Be sure to write down all of the names and phone numbers you get of contractor referrals from the park manager for all of the parks you do business in. And talk to these referrals and follow up. Thank the park manager for the referrals and keep them updated on your conversations with the contractor leads you get on a regular basis. Let them know who you decide to use or not decide to use and your experience with them because they'd probably also like to know if it helps the park and its residents. Now, another resource of information to ask for contractor referrals to help you with your mobile home investing business are mobile home dealerships. Now, these companies work with contractors all the time. Since they are in the business of buying and selling mobile homes, they need contractors to help them with their own customers. If their customers need help fixing up their own homes before they buy a new one, mobile home dealerships have referrals for them. Also, when these customers are ready to buy their new homes, they need contractors to move them and do the hookups such as water, electrical, air conditioning, etc., which involves movers, electricians, plumbers, and heating and air conditioning contractors, to name a few. As a side note, I'll be covering more about how to move mobile homes in a future podcast episode. So hang in there. In any case, when you're out talking 
to mobile home dealerships, ask for a few referrals, just as you did with the park managers. Again, like I've mentioned many times in this podcast, when you're out talking to people and building your team, it's more of an art than an exact science. So put what you learn into practice. Ask for the referrals you need in a way that doesn't seem pushy or come off like you just want information. Again, the relationships you build should be a two-way street. It should be beneficial for both you and the other people you do business with. Now, once you get the referrals you need, be sure to call them. And like the park managers, keep the mobile home dealerships updated. Tell them your experiences with the referrals you talk to and decide to use. It's just good business to stay in touch on a consistent basis. Now, another source of contractor referrals that comes to mind are other mobile home investors. This can be other investors you know in your area that specialize in mobile home investing, or in my case, my mentors. If you already have a relationship with these people or have added them to your team, this should be a topic you talk about on a regular basis. It will give you a chance to exchange notes on who others have used in the past and their experiences with them. Again, ask for referrals in a way that sounds non-threatening. If the relationship is built right, then this shouldn't be a problem and keep them updated regularly with the referrals you receive. Now, I will say this about getting referrals. Just because someone else used them successfully, it doesn't mean that you'll be able to as well. It doesn't matter if someone has all the experience in the world on a particular niche that you need help on. And in this case, that means working on mobile homes. If that person just does not work with your personality or their style of doing business doesn't match yours, then the relationship won't work at all. 
I found this out the hard way by trying to work with a contractor. One of my mentors referred to me. Basically, she told me to call this person because he showed up on time and did the work that was expected. So I took her advice. I called her contractor referral to get me an estimate on a siding issue for my first mobile home deal. Well, as soon as I met him, I wasn't sure. He acted like he knew everything and was all high and mighty. This was a complete turnoff for me as a potential team member of my mobile home investing team. In any case, he completely overestimated the job for the siding repair. He told me I'd have to replace the entire siding on the outside of the home, which his estimate was more than what I paid for the home. I thanked him for his time and told him I'd have to think about it. After I met with him, I called my mentor. I told her what had happened. How I just didn't think it would cost that much to do the job. And how expensive it was. Because I didn't think I'd have to replace all of the siding around the entire home. Well, she told me she used him because he did the work on time. And he showed up. She said that yes, his prices are higher than others. And she used him exclusively for all of her jobs for her mobile home properties. And he knew what he was doing. But at that point, she'd been in the business for quite some time. So we were at different experience levels as I was just starting out. Though she told me if I wasn't sure to go with my gut and get a few other estimates from other contractors. So I did, and I paid much less and found out I didn't have to replace everything in terms of the siding. As a side note, I talk more about my first mobile home deal on episode three of this podcast, which I'll link up here in the show notes. Getting back to the story, the point is that when hiring contractors, Yes, it's important they have the experience, but 
they also have to have a personality that matches yours. You have to be able to work with them. So if they don't, pass. And look for someone else to work with. This is what I've done with all the contractors I choose to work with. And I'm glad I did. Okay, so once you've found a few contractors to call who specialize on working on mobile homes, then what? How do you screen them? And how do you know who to hire versus not to hire? Well, first things first, you've got to get them out to the property to do an estimate and look at the job. So plan accordingly. Take note of all the fix-up work you need in the home and list the types of contractors you'll be needing for each job. As a side note, I don't work with general contractors. I only work with subcontractors. I find general contractors not my style of working, as I've worked with them before. Personally, I'd rather work with the person doing the job so I know exactly what's happening and the issues that come up. Once you've got a list of what you need done and the types of contractors you need to hire to help you, then start calling your referrals over the phone. You should mention who referred you. Explain the job and what needs to get done. Tell them you'd like to get their opinion of what they think should be done and how to do it. Ask if you can set up an appointment to get an estimate. Now, as a side note, there will be some contractors who charge a trip fee to go out to look at the home and get you an estimate. Usually, they say this fee is for their time to go out and look at the home because traveling can be expensive, which is understandable. This fee will vary depending on the area. But honestly, as an investor, there are so many contractors out there. The good ones will just come over and do an estimate and just leave. They'll leave it up to you to determine if you'll be hiring them because they're busy and they have so much work. So most times I pass on these contractors 
for the time being. There are other people to call who may not have a trip fee. So why even spend money on these contractors if I don't need to? Don't worry on missing out on a potential contractor. Honestly, you don't want to keep having to pay for trip fees, especially if there's a lot of good people out there willing to get you an estimate who don't charge trip fees and can do the work. When the contractor comes out to take a look at the project, it should not take too long. They'll do their analysis and measurements, if any, and then get you an estimate which should be in writing. Now, it could be a formal estimate through paper, email, or fax, or just something written down on a piece of paper. I've even had contractors send me estimates through text messages on my phone. And that's fine, as long as it's in writing. If they can't do that, then don't take them seriously. Because honestly, as a business, you should be putting things in writing especially on things you commit to, like getting estimates on potential jobs. In any case, as they're going through the home, see if they find anything else that needs to be done. Good contractors will take the time to tell you what's going on, or what they see happening. They will not be silent and just give you a bid. So keep this in mind when meeting with contractors. After the contractor has given you their bid, tell them you'll think about it. Don't hire the first person you meet because you really do need to think about it. Get a few estimates for each project you have. I recommend at least three. This will give you a chance to see what other contractors come up with or see other issues that others did not. And also to see which contractors you click with and work with your personality. Because again, it's about having a good working relationship and rapport with those who are on your team and who you choose to do business with. Once you have a few estimates, then choose one to work with. 
when they're there in the home, after they leave, write down things that you noticed about them and the way they did things. Were they easy to talk to? Were they on time? Does it seem like they have the experience you need in order to hire this person to help you with your mobile home fix-ups? Or did they fumble around? What did you like about them? What did you not like about them? Take some time to write down a few notes with every contractor that you meet. In any case, choose one contractor to work with and decide from there. Once you do, call them up and set up the job. If the amount is a high amount, they may need a deposit, which is understandable. This is to show good faith that you can pay and also to cover some of the materials for the job. Regarding the deposit, this will depend on the contractor, but I've paid anywhere between one-third to half the price of the job as a deposit. Just make sure you've built up a good relationship with the contractor and know they will do the job when they say they'll do it and on time. If you want to learn more, I talk about my experiences working with contractors as a real estate investor and mobile home investor in my book, Real Estate Investing Sucks, How to Find, Hire, and Manage Contractors the Right Way, which I'll link up here in the show notes. One other thing, if the price of the job is a high-priced item over $600 at the time of this podcast, then you'll need to get a W-9 form from them, which is tax information for them and their business. You'll need this information to file and report for the IRS what you paid them come tax time. So ask for it in advance. In any case, once you've set up the job, be sure to follow up regularly. Ask the contractor when they think the job will be finished and in what time frame. And hopefully you'll have done your first successful fix-up project with a contractor. Once you've worked with contractors a few times and have had some successes, just be sure to keep interviewing new ones. Don't get into the habit 
of using the same people all the time and depending on them. Because things come up where they may not be able to work on your projects. So be sure you have other contractors lined up just in case. So there you have it. My advice on how to find and hire contractors when it comes to your mobile home investing business. As you can see, it does take some time to learn how to interview people and add them to your team. You'll have some ups and you'll have some downs, but you'll learn from experience. Again, you want to hire contractors who work exclusively on mobile homes. Referrals from other team members are a good starting point. Ask them questions over the phone to make sure they're a good fit. Then set up an appointment to have them look at the project and to get you an estimate. Do this with at least three contractors for each project that you have. Then make a decision on who you want to hire and go from there. Be sure whoever you hire works with your personality and vice versa. You want to make sure you can do business with this person and do things the way they work to make it work for you. Make it a win-win situation for both of you. You should be able to easily talk to this person and they should be honest and upfront. So keep this in mind before you hire anyone. So what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 16. And that is the number 16. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com dot com slash 16. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends and be sure to subscribe. If you have some time, I'd love to hear your feedback through a short Apple podcast review. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. 
Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for listening.